Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. y'all let's get right into it welcome back to the her promise circle podcast today we're gonna talk about something real and we're gonna talk and focus on the resistance that comes before a breakthrough the breakthrough can be different for everybody it can be a permanent change god gives you such as a healing a new sanctified purified heart he helps you break habits he helps you break things you're addicted to, things that you seek over him. A breakthrough can be letting go of the unforgiveness you have for someone. A breakthrough can be him ushering in a blessing into your life, whether it be a marriage or a financial blessing, or you're about to start a business or a new venture, a new job, become a mom. Always before you're about to take on this huge hurdle or this huge life transition, The enemy nuts up, y'all. Let's just put it like that. He be starting to act crazy because he's like, why do you think you can come out here and just receive blessings? Why do you think you can come out here and not be bound by the thing that's kept you for the past 10, 20 years? Why do you think you can change? So what do we get? How How does he try to attack? He tries to attack by instilling doubt and fear, you know, his favorite two things. And he tries to do everything he can to keep you from crossing over. The enemy only has as much power as you give him. Remember that, but we'll get into it. But that's a quick recap of what we're going to go over today. I want to start with me so that you guys understand that you're not the only ones going through things like this. I like to always be transparent about my own struggle because this is how I get the revelations for this podcast. And so. On Monday, May 1st, Her Promise Circle is going to start accepting new members. We have new benefits. Our team is going to be implemented. We're going to start being mentors. And to us, Her Promise Circle is a ministry since we are faith-based. We are completely passionate about women's wellness, and we want women to heal and feel accepted and loved and be celebrated. And also have everything they need from education and resources and access to experts so that they can advance in life, so that they can live a better life, so they can become the version of the woman that God has called them to be. And so, like I said, this is our passion and this is my passion. And so, one thing the enemy is trying to do in this season is bowl up. Okay, try to bring back things that I thought I had already buried, me and God had already taken care of, right? He tried to bring back those things, but because I'm a different, stronger Christian, stronger in my faith, closer to God, a more disciplined prayer and study routine, this time that stuff don't work. Okay, because listen, we do get delivered from things like anxiety and depression, but those thoughts will always be around 
the only thing that changes is your discipline in securing your mind, your discipline in watching what you say, your discipline in watching who you let feed into you. It changes. And the stronger you get, the more you can resist. Resist the devil and he will flee. And that's a fact. And so I'm here to encourage you, if you're going through a hurdle or going through this huge transition in your life from one place to the next, from lesser to better, anything like that, this applies for anything. The enemy's going to be on your back, child. So we're going to talk about how to combat that. Now, you know, we are about to expand and reach more women, and the enemy does not want us to take over territory that he has already laid claim to but guess what god has already given it to her promise circle and we're coming for it okay we're expanding we are reaching new women and providing more resources to them and why would the enemy want that it makes sense he can hate it's fine we get it you don't want to give up women who are battling through heartbreak who are battling through fear who anxiety and depression has plagued them, whose family has been in poverty since she can remember and she would be the first one who would be walking into a stable financial place, who's buying a house, who's about to own some land, who's about to become a business owner, an entrepreneur. No one in her family has done any of these things, but guess what? God has called her to it. And because the enemy is aware that there is a huge calling on your life, he's attacking you, sis. So guess what? I need you to boss up. You are nobody's victim. Nobody's victim. Oh, pray for me. I've just been... Guess what? Yes, we will pray, touch, and agree. Of course. That is never a bad thing to ask for. I need you to realize the authority that you have in this season. You not whining and wailing and moaning about what the enemy is doing anymore because you're allowing it. At this point, you're choosing it. You're in agreement with the attack of your life if you feel like you're a victim of it. So guess what? I'm gonna give you scripture for it. God has given you the authority in Luke 10 and 19. Behold, I have given you the authority and the power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength, sis, and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses. And nothing shall in any way harm you. Now, why do you think the Amplified Version, when it broke it down, says, I have given you mental strength? I'm glad you asked. The battlefield is in your mind. And the sooner you realize that once your thought life changes, you can change what you see, your perspective. And oftentimes, that's the breakthrough God gives. Yes, God will heal you. God will give you the strength to ask him for the things. He will reveal and highlight things. Oh, child, that process is brutal. But if you humble yourself and allow God to show you the things that are holding you back from your past, from your own heart, your own hurts and pains, guess what? He will cause a permanent healing to come into your life. And because you are stronger, because that stuff's not holding you back, Because you've humbled yourself and let God be the God that he is with his thoughts being higher than yours and you're not leaning on your own understanding. You're not leaning on what normally gave you comfort. You're not leaning on the addiction that made you feel like you were strong and could get through it. You know, you now go to God because he is your Lord and Savior 
And he is the one who knows best. Now, trust me, the whole process of humbling yourself never ends. But once you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're just going to let God do it, baby. You're going to be like, Lord, is this what you want? All right. Because if I go the other way, I know I'm going to have to find out for myself. I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to be back in this situation where I was idolizing relationships, ending up in toxic relationships, okay, doubting myself, wondering if you're even there. I'm not going back. If you're, if you're going ahead this way, I know you're there with me. That's where your confidence needs to be. So no, we are nobody's victim. And in this season, we are taking authority over the attack of the enemy that's trying to come before God brings us through to better. Remember the Bible story where the disciples were in the boat and Jesus was asleep at the bottom and they were tossing and turning in the waves. And Jesus stilled the storm. How is this relevant, Mickey? Well, I'm glad you asked. Where were they going? Before they even got up to go, Jesus said, let's go, go, go to the other side. Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And what was on the other side was the deliverance of a man in the Gadarenes. You think the enemy wanted to let him go? He knew if Jesus got there, it was not going to happen anymore. But that storm was not expected. That storm was tossing and turning them. They were afraid for their lives. They thought they were going to die. It was a violent storm. You think that's a coincidence? That there was a violent storm before they crossed over the other side and delivered a man from a demon? No coincidence there. This is the season of your life you're in. You're about to cross over. You're about to walk into an assignment that Jesus has for you. You're about to walk in to something that you yourself wouldn't think you could do on your own. But once Jesus strengthened their faith in that boat, seeing him take authority. They're like, oh, we have authority over this type of stuff. He took authority and it stopped. And they crossed over and they completed the assignment. The tossing and turning in the waves represent the verse that I'm going to give y'all for this. The word says, it was good that I was afflicted. Right? And also you can find in 1 Peter. In this, you rejoice greatly, even though now, for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. The wind and the waves represent various trials. Girl, whoever you are, I know you're going through some trials and have been through some trials, and you're like, yo, I've had enough of the trials. What's up? So that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise. So then it goes on to say that you will re- he rejoices in his trials because he knows that it's being allowed so it can strengthen his faith. And when your faith is strengthened in God, when you become the woman who knows that God has given her authority over things going on in her life, things don't affect you the same way. You're more confident that you have power over the enemy. You don't just let thoughts come in your mind and think them. You don't just let worry and fear and anxiety come over and sit down and make camp in your head and you're on this train of doubt and fear and you're just worried all the time. This used to be my life. I tell you all the time, I suffer from my anxiety disorder and I was taking medication for a long time. And the, the most valuable thing to me now is peace because I found it in God. He has given me the mental strength, as we read in that verse, and the authority and the belief in it because you can have you can know you have authority but if you don't believe it 
you won't exercise it. And he has given me that authority that I don't have to think scary thoughts, worrisome thoughts. I don't have to be anxious all day long because he has everything under control. That's all anxiety is, is thinking you have control over things, by the way. You think the more you worry, the more you can take control of a situation. It's just not true, sis. So stop. Let God take care of it. Cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. Be anxious for nothing. That's what he says. Be anxious for nothing because I got it. Anxiety comes from control, and that's just from us having control issues. I'm sorry, sis, if you're finding this out. You have control issues. Humble yourself. Understand you can't take care of your kids by yourself. You can't get yourself married. You can't buy a new house on your own. You can't make sure your finances stay afloat in this economy. You can't do everything. It's not on your back. It's on your God's back. Okay, I just read somebody. And so the first thing I wanted to harp on was taking authority over the attack. Recognize enemy has limited power. He only has as much power as you give him because God has already said Greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. You have already won. The fight is rigged, but you have to believe it. The the disciples probably didn't think they were going to live through that storm. But guess what? Jesus showed up, was like, yeah, stop. And it did. They went straight to him. When are you going to start? When are you going to start going straight to him? Instead of, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, steal yourself. Ask him for wisdom. He will give it to you. First of all, do you believe? That when you sit and pray, God can talk to you, talk back to you, give you wisdom, give you strategy. Do you believe that? See, you know you're supposed to have quiet time. So for a while, I was just having quiet time as if like, oh, this is what good Christians do. But once you realize that when you're spending quiet time, you're seeking strategy, you're seeking God to speak back to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open unto you. You are not just sitting there being quiet for the sake of I'm doing this because I have to read a devotional. You're getting your strategy from God. You're trying to figure out what season you're in. And if he don't tell you, it's because you don't need to know right then and there. But when you're in quiet time, the reason we're not to be worried or anxious for nothing is because we know that God got it. So if God's going to give me a deposit in this moment, it's going to help me. It's going to be something I need to know in this moment. And if he doesn't, it's because he knows I don't need to know more than I know. Because he knows you, child, and he knows what you'll do with that information. So what I need y'all to do is take control of your thoughts and your words in this season. If you are in a transition like we just discussed, take control of your thoughts and your words. One of my favorite verses, 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, we are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. The true knowledge of God, because what God says is true and will not return unto him void, right? And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. That means we are humbling ourselves, our intentions, and, and focusing them on where we know they need to be. Not on ourselves, not being self-centered, on God and what he says. We are taking every thought captive. And that means whenever you hear the thoughts come in your mind, you can't do this. You're not enough. You're dumb. Your mom never did it. You never saw nobody do it. You can't do none of this. Oh, I could rattle those off all day long because those things used to plague me. And I used to let them just circle around in my head for weeks. No more. As soon as you hear that, nah, enemy, you got to go. Stop. Sometimes it's you. Nah, mm -mm, we're not thinking like that. Silence yourself. And guess what? You replace that with God. God said that he has plans to prosper me, plans to give me a future and a hope, not to harm me. 
So no matter what this looks like, the disciples probably thought they were going to die in that storm because they're being tossed and turned so much. It probably looks like that in your life right now. But guess what? When Jesus comes on the scene, waves his hand, it's done. And when you realize the authority you have as well, it's done. Period. I don't care what it looks like. If it doesn't stop right then and there, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Things happen in the spirit before they happen in the physical. And if we know that our battle is not against flesh and blood, hmm, do y'all know that? Your battle is not against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. And your words matter. Now that you know that, I bet you start talking right. If you can't talk right, be quiet. Because your words are so important. Your mind is where your thoughts start. Your mind is where the battlefield is. And what you think about is what you say. And if you would stop calling yourself fat and dumb and stupid and thinking you're not enough and and pondering on your past, you could start speaking the word of God. What did God tell Joshua before he crossed over in the promised land? Meditate on my word day and night. Do not let it depart from your lips. Guard your mind because that's where your thoughts and your words come from. Proverbs 4 and 23. Watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flows the springs of life. In the Bible, when they say heart, oftentimes it means mind because that's what you feel, your desire, where your will comes from. From it flows the springs of life. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Please watch what you speak because you never know what God is doing in this season. What pieces he's picking apart and moving and putting in place in your favor. God is for you. I don't know who needs to hear that, but God is for you. He is not your enemy. He's not trying to punish you. He's not trying to harm you. It says it in the word. I plan to prosper you, give you a future and a hope not to harm you. You need to know God is not trying to harm you. He is for you. If something is happening to you, it's because he knows it will strengthen your faith. And so whenever you're in this trial right now, this resistance before the more, you need to take authority over it. You need to watch your mind. Watch your mouth. Do what Joshua did. Be strong and courageous as God told him. And change your perspective into a perspective. See your trial as the way God sees it. I got this. What are you worried about? If you know God is with you, if his presence abides with you, why are you worried? The fight is rigged. He works all things together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And that's you, sis. So what are you worried about? If you really believe God is with you, like he told Joshua, I will be with you. Wherever you go, as I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. And so you're worried because you don't really believe he's there. And he is, he's for you. He only allows things that will be for your good, whether it looks good or bad. The sooner you take control of your mind, things will change on the outside. Not because God's going to magically poof something there. But you are a different woman with a different perspective, with a healed heart, with salvation, with a purified mind and body, spirit, with a faith in God that he can pull you out of anything, with a faith that you have the power and authority over the enemy. You're a new woman in the same place. And guess what? Because you're higher than your surroundings, you will be brought higher. The enemy does not want to see you win, and you he only has as much power as you give him. So stop giving him power and take yours. 
I am encouraging you to trust in God's promises and to begin speaking his truth in your life. Watch how your day goes. It will change your day if you begin to focus on things above and not on earthly temporal things, things that won't last. He is the only thing that will last. He's the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. Philippians 1 and 6, I'll leave y'all with this. I'm convinced and confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. So if God started a good thing in you, a calling in you, a purpose in you to use you as a blessing for others, if he started it, his word will not return it to him void. It will finish and it will end up as your good. It will end up as the prosperous, hopeful plan he has for you. But I need you not to look at the storm as this bad thing that God sent upon you. I need you to look at this resistance as the last thing you need to break through before you get to your promise. Remember that he's with you. Be strong and courageous. Take authority. Don't speak if you can't speak right. Take control of your thoughts. Cast down everything that comes against what God has told you. Stop living as a victim. Take control of your life of your mind, of your situation, because God has given you authority to do so. So I will pray this. Thank you, Jesus, for this time we've spent together, and I pray that you strengthen my sister in her faith as you are in this season. I pray that you help her break through to that healing, to that promise, to that thing that you will give us permanently, whether it's an internal blessing or a physical blessing. I thank you for it and I thank you for her strength mentally and physically that you're giving her to sustain through this trial so that her faith can be perfected and that she can cross over into what you've called her to. Breakthrough. Enemy, you have no power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I'll see y'all next week. You got this. If you need me, call me. Right? Visit the website, herpromisecircle.com. Become a member. We'd love to have you. And I'll leave you with that. See you guys next week.